Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, So great to have you on board. If you don't like that, how are you, everybody? Today's podcast is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento, locally owned for over 20 years. New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. And remember, if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. They will be there with their 24-7 service. That's newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. Hey, later today, 3 o'clock Pacific, join me over on my YouTube channel, if you don't like that, with Grant Napier, Sean Salisbury. We talk World Series, we talk college, and the NFL. That's this afternoon at 3 o'clock Pacific. Well, the Kyrie Irving story just will not go away and this week was a horrible week for Adam Silver, the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving. Is anyone out there feeling sorry for Kyrie Irving after the Nets and the NBA threw him a life vest with a life raft and he didn't put the vest on and he didn't try to get into the raft? I mean, it's really hard to fathom how Kyrie Irving dug himself such a deep hole and kept on digging it deeper and deeper and deeper. And now the Nets have suspended him for at least five games. Now, I've been talking about this for months and months and months and really a couple of years as it relates to Kyrie Irving. I've been very adamant about this. I don't know how anyone roots for Kyrie Irving. I don't know how anyone would want to wear his jersey. I acknowledge that he is a heck of a basketball player. But to me, the accolades stop right there. I've also been critical of Commissioner Adam Silver for becoming a puppet as the man that is in charge and runs the NBA. Adam Silver, to me, has looked very bad this week. I think he had one of his worst weeks as commissioner of the NBA. The New York papers obviously are all over this as you would expect. And I want to read a couple of excerpts from some of the stories that really stick out to me. The first is Phil Mushnick of the New York Post. And to me, he is as good as it gets. Here's how he started his column in yesterday's New York Post. As a matter of full disclosure, I am a Jew. In fact, my 
daughters bought me one of those DNA ancestry spit kits, and it revealed that I'm 99% European Ashkenazi Jew. He goes on and he writes, Jews as flat earth theorist Kyrie Irving recently shared on anti-social media are slave traders controlled by Satan. Yep, the Mushniks and the Satan families have been tight for generations. Sunday nights, we'd have Chinese food with the Satans. For some reason, they preferred Szechuan. Can't recall my folks or grandparents swapping slaves with the Satans. It seems I'd remember that. Phil Mushnick was just getting started, again, in the New York Post from yesterday. While Irving's sense of applied and shared history seems to be in accord with the 12th century Inquisition and genocidal Nazis of the 20th century, I wonder if he knows of three more recent historical figures. James Cheney, a black man from Mississippi, and Michael Schwerner and Andrew Goodman, two young Jews from New York City. I highly doubt that Irving, despite his Duke University pedigree, has heard of them, and I highly doubt that what now passes for black leadership, the selectively silent from Jesse Jackson to Al Sharpton to Louis Farrakhan to LeBron James to Kanye West, would encourage young African-Americans to learn of them. Shaney, Schwerner, and Goodman were civil rights workers on a mission in Mississippi in 1964. They were murdered by Ku Klux Klan members. Cheney was 21, Schwerner was 24, and Goodman was 20. Starting with the formation of the NAACP in 1909 in New York City, there have been a preponderance of Jews and black civil rights movements. They share the commonality and brutality of illogical, ignorant, Kyrie Irving-like bigotry. But now we see, hear, and read of enlightened black men and women turning Jews such as Goodman and Schwerner from martyrs to suckers. It's a colossal betrayal generated and spread by practiced hate and race hustlers who now win attention and even support on demand. Still, I suppose, Ian Eagle, the Jewish TV play-by-play man for the Nets on Yes, will have to sound pleased and excited when Irving hits a jumper. In those games, Irving decides to play. The Nets acquired Irving and paid him tens of millions of dollars despite two previous NBA stops during which he provided ample evidence that he's fool's gold, far more trouble than he's worth. In the meantime, the Nets took a wait-and-see approach to Irving's insidiously stupid bigotry as if they were something to weigh, a reasonable debate to be heard on whether Jews take orders from Satan. Said Nets general manager Sean Marks, quote, there's an education piece for everyone here, end quote. There is? What do I need to learn from this that I didn't know? Or should we just agree to disagree and get ready to host the Mavericks? The Nets, regularly enriched, disgusting players, have become a disgusting franchise in a disgusting league and are expected to hire a disgusting coach. The double standards that those in sports now hope we don't notice as they point us all backwards are glaring. How long would NBA commissioner Adam Silver wait to act if a white player publicly attacked blacks 
as literal devils. That player would be gone, good riddance, and nationally vilified before you could say John Bleep and Rocker. It took until Thursday for Silver to express that he was disappointed with Irving prior to the Nets suspending him for at least five games and to say in a statement that he plans to meet soon with Kyrie. Disappointed as opposed to incensed or livid? Meanwhile, more than a few black leaders continue to encourage resentment of Jews. Why? Is it resentment of achievement? Strong family structures? Emphasis on education, health, prosperity, and charity? The ability to survive pogroms and then thrive again? But I'm arguing common sense, something that has so clearly escaped Irving and others without the ability or willingness to know and say better. Irving only understands the visceral, something he saw in a movie, a black version remake of Joseph Gobble's Eternal Jew. So go to hell, Kyrie. I'll see you there. How about that column from Phil Mushnick of the New York Post? And I'm glad that he called out Adam Silver as well, but he was not alone. I want to read excerpts from another story in yesterday's New York Post. This is from Mike Vaccaro. The headline was, Adam Silver's Kyrie Irving statement is way too late. He wrote this. It turns out the team did the right thing before the commissioner could or would. The Nets finally read the room, finally stood up to a recalcitrant employee named Kyrie Irving, however reluctantly, and sent him away to serve a suspension of at least five games. Quote, we are of the view, the team said in a statement, that he is currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. Perhaps that was the push that finally pushed Irving to see the light or to at least say the right thing in an Instagram post late Thursday night that read in part, quote, to all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post, I am deeply sorry to have caused you pain and I apologize. It only took the Nets a week to properly react to Irving's social media post linking to a virulently anti-Semitic movie and his subsequent refusals to apologize. That was a grossly glacial pace. It was warp speed compared to the public inaction from Adam Silver's office. The NBA commissioner apparently decided to be Nero for Halloween, but decked in the finest Roman gowns, blissfully fiddling while Brooklyn burned. Silver finally cleared his throat Thursday morning, finally used Kyrie Irving's name in assessing Irving's self-immolation. If you are scoring at home, that's seven days since Irving first posted the link for his 21-plus million social media followers. Five days since he doubled down on his decision to do that. Four days since Irving deleted the tweet. And one day after Irving and the Nets tried to buy their way into the Anti-Defamation League's good graces by pledging a $1 million bribe um, donation paired with a non-apology statement from Irving. On Thursday morning, Irving once again held court and once again refused to apologize for the tweet. That performance is what finally mortified the Nets into doing the right thing. A few hours later, Irving issued his apology. Only he knows if this reflects a change of heart or an acceptance of consequence. If the Nets were pushed at all by Silver, the commissioner did a wonderful job camouflaging that. He called Irving's original post reckless and said he was disappointed that he has not offered an unqualified apology and more specifically denounced the vile and harmful content contained in the film 
he chose to publicize. But he also said this, quote, I will be meeting with Kyrie in person in the next week to discuss the situation. Beautiful. So Silver was still wearing those robes, still fiddling madly, still allowing the dumpster fire in downtown Brooklyn to rage as a yawning leadership chasm begged for his public involvement. Of course, it's not clear what Silver is expecting to hear when Irving finally walks into the principal's office, assuming the commissioner's secretary can squeeze him into his busy schedule between lunch and calls to China. Does he want to know if Irving is truly repentant? And at this point, after waiting so long, does it even matter? So far, what we can draw are two inarguable conclusions. Number one, all of Irving's nonsense in talking around the matter parentheses, I didn't mean to cause any harm, was Thursday's highlight. I'm not the one that made the documentary, close quote, reflected just how difficult it was for him to actually apologize. That reluctance was so obvious, even the Nets had to finally admit as much. Two, the NBA on Silver's watch was terrified of what Irving might say or do next. And the league tried everything to make the matter vanish with an apology. We'll see if that happens. In reality, Silver already forfeited his moral authority in this matter long before the Nets reluctantly seized it. It's one thing for the Nets, and they're blinded by ambition caretakers Joe Sy and Sean Marks to enable Irving. They still hold delusions of a parade this June. But Silver? He should have done something earlier. He should have said something, anything. But not now, not anymore. Late Thursday, before Irving's apology, the ADL announced it was refusing to accept the Nets' naked attempt to buy its amnesia. CEO Jonathan Greenblatt saying, quote, After watching the debacle of a press conference, it's clear that Kyrie feels no accountability for his actions. ADL cannot, in good conscience, accept his donation. That's shouting from the ethical high ground. Silver could have held that, but it would have meant getting out ahead of this would have meant a statement other than the spineless one the league first issued Sunday, which didn't even mention Irving by name. It's clear. Cy and Marks don't have the audacity to force consequences upon their point guard unless dragged through the public square of shame. Silver should have. He knows better. He blew it. He continued to fiddle, continue to watch Brooklyn's metaphorical plays, and has to know it's the Nets who are suffering for this, an exodus of disgusted fans who all know a bad job when they see it. He could have acted like there was some urgency to this issue, rather than spending the last week like the lead character in Weekend at Bernie's. He didn't. He needed to be better here. He wasn't. His league suffers for that. Phenomenal column by Mike Vaccaro of the New York Post. I've been talking about this for a long time. I've been talking about Adam Silver hiding in his office. I've talked about Adam Silver afraid to confront his players. I've talked about how Adam Silver's dropped the ball on numerous occasions, in my opinion. Recent example included Draymond Green using a racial slur at Kendrick Perkins, former NBA player and ESPN analyst. Nothing from Adam Silver. No statement, nothing. Nothing at all. No fine, no suspension. I mean, this is just one of many examples. It is a joke. Adam Silver in the league had no problem immediately punishing Myers Leonard, then of the Miami Heat, for using a slur towards Jewish people when he was playing a video game over the internet. He was quickly suspended for a week. Miami then traded him to Oklahoma City. He was waived, and he is no longer in the league. 
Again, double standards, hypocrisy, the league stands for it all. I am grateful. Grateful might not even be the right adjective. I'm pleased that both Phil Mushnick and Mike Vaccaro have called out the commissioner on this. This has been a bad week for the NBA, and in my opinion, it's been the worst week in the tenure of Adam Silver as NBA commissioner. As far as Kyrie Irving is concerned, nothing has changed in my stance. I've been talking about this for years. I've been talking about this even before I started my podcast in October of 2020. I don't understand how anyone would want Kyrie Irving on their team. I don't understand how anyone would want to play with Kyrie Irving. I don't understand how anyone would root for Kyrie Irving. And I don't understand why anyone would walk into a store or order his jersey online. It makes no sense to me. I don't know what the next chapter is, but this is a bad one for the Brooklyn Nets, Adam Silver, and the NBA, and it is a continuing chapter after chapter after chapter after chapter of negativity with Kyrie Irving. Disgraceful with a capital D. It is now time for our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on next podcast. J.P. O'Connor asked, would Kyrie or Kaepernick be more of a distraction in the locker room? They both would be major distractions, but I think Kaepernick would even be more of a distraction due to the time since he has played last in the NFL. Ryan wants to know, what do you think about the NBA, NBPA, and Adam Silver all making public statements about Kyrie? Again, I think I covered everything in my podcast. I think everyone looks bad here, Ryan. I think everyone looks bad here. I mean, you had TNT a billion-dollar partner of the NBA, come out hard on Adam Silver in the NBA as Adam Silver remained silent, would not even mention Kyrie Irving by name. It's a bad week for Ryan. Ryan. It's a bad week for the NBA. David wants to know, do you have any opinion on Dwayne Wade's ex-wife saying he is positioned to profit from changing her child's gender with companies he has deals with like Disney. David, I don't know enough about the story. I only read a little bit of it. I didn't continue reading because it did not it did not interest me. So I'm not really educated enough to speak on this topic. I appreciate the question, but I don't want to answer a question of this magnitude without having more knowledge. And I quite frankly don't have enough knowledge, enough knowledge about this uh, to make a comment. Trevor wants to know, how can the Nets hire Ime Yudoka if he's under contract with the Celtics? They can't. They have to work out a deal with the Celtics first. All right, Mike wants to know, was the game-losing penalty during the Panthers game last Sunday one of the dumbest you've seen? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It's about as bad as it gets, Mike. Derek wants to know, did Steve Nash deserve to be fired? No, but I guarantee he's the happiest guy in the country this week not having to deal with this mess anymore. Justin wants to know, do you think the New Jersey Devils look like a playoff team this season? Justin, it's way too early. Way too early. All right, the season's not even a month old yet. So I'm not ready to make a prediction on whether the Devils are a playoff team or not. Jake wants to know, was there anyone you were sad to see get traded by the Kings? Over the years, yeah, there were many players I was sad to see get traded by the Kings. Many, many players over the years. Tony wants to know, isn't the NBA making Kyrie's comments a bigger problem for the league by not letting it go? Tony, I suggest that you do a little research and start doing some reading and then ask me that question again. Tom wants to know, any chance the Angels trade Shohei Otani during the offseason? Tom, why would anyone go to an Angels game? I mean, I know Mike Trout, but I mean, Otani's a huge draw. I don't see any way in the world they trade Otani. That would shock me. 
Tyler wants to know, do you believe the rumors that Dan Snyder is looking into selling the commanders? Tyler, they're not rumors. Dan Snyder and the Washington football team, the Washington commanders, put out a statement talking about such. Ben wants to know, should TCU be ranked higher than eight? No. Um, they still have time. You know, it's the schedule. Um, we're going to find out here in the next couple of weeks, though, Ben. That is for sure. Jerry wants to know, did the 49ers make a mistake trading Jeff Wilson Jr.? Time will tell, not if they don't have any more injuries. I mean, getting Christian McCaffrey was huge. And you had salary cap issues. You had moves that you had to make. So I'll just look into my crystal ball and say, no, they did not make a mistake. Sam wants to know, how would you assess the career of Yao Ming? Excellent. Yao to me was just great for the NBA, great for his hometown in Shanghai. I'll never forget the story when we were over there in 2004 playing the Rockets and our plane landed about an hour before the Rockets plane. And then there was a big press conference at the hotel, Kings first, then the Rockets. And they had a special van to pick up Yao because Yao had to speak and Yao was going to be the real ambassador because he's from Shanghai. So Yao, Jeff Van Gundy, and the media relations director gets into a van at the airport in Shanghai, getting ready to go to the press conference. And Yao talks to the driver in Mandarin, and all of a sudden, the van stops, and they get out of the van, and Yao walks into this building, and it was his school that he went to as a kid, unannounced, Yao walks into the grade school that he went to. And Jeff Van Gundy said it was one of the coolest things that he's ever seen. Yao was great for basketball. Yao still is a phenomenal ambassador. Uh, As far as a player, he was really, really good. He was really good. Hey, go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on next week's podcast. It's time for And today's rant is brought to you by Zoom 180, a revolutionary flashlight that is currently in production and will be available to you in the near future. And when you see this flashlight, you will say, Napes, how do I get one? I need it. You're going to be blown away. There's never been anything like this on the market. You don't have to point it in any direction. You turn it on and it illuminates in 180 degrees with an arc and depth of field that you will not believe. Zoom 180, going to be available soon. Trust me, you're going to want it. All right. I talked about this a couple days ago. Reggie Miller of TNT calling the NBA players crickets. And they're all crickets, except for Robin Lopez. That's right, Robin Lopez. Lopez of the Cavaliers is the only player in the NBA That's not, as Reggie Miller describes, a cricket in dealing with Kyrie Irving and the mess for the NBA. Where's everyone else in the NBA? Where are the crickets? The hypocritical NBA and their hypocritical players. Many of them are hypocrites. Many of them live by double standards. Some don't. Many don't. But they need to be heard. Stop being silent. All right? You cannot be selective with your noise. Not against hate. Mitch Album, Detroit Free Press. It's time. Stop being crickets, do what's right, speak out on an important issue. It's another bad look for the NBA. Been a horrible week for the NBA. And it certainly doesn't help that, as Reggie Miller said, all the players are crickets on this topic. All of the players silent on this very important issue. 
except for Robin Lopez. How sad is that? And that is my rant for today. And that is my podcast for today. I hope you have a great weekend. And thank you so much for listening to another edition of If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier. So long, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.